Was it hot? Oh, yeah, it was hot. Fuck, it was hot. Man. What, I was, what was the weather like in D.C.? Was it? It was beautiful. The sun was out. It was actually really warm for this time of year. Like, because we used to live not far. Um, but we lived in McLean. Well, yeah, you, you know, global warming, it's a thing. That's true. But we did. We used to spend a lot of time in Old Town. It was one of my favorite places to go. Because I love, like, just the diversity of restaurants. And, you know, we were rich back then. So there was this shop I would take my daughter to. And I'd buy her these, like you know, $300 dresses. She was like two. (laughs) (laughs) Money well spent. I'd go, here I am shopping in downtown Old Town, Alexandria. (laughs) Mm. Oh, I'll take that, 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 that. Yeah, those days. Those those were the days where I could walk into a store and walk out with a Rolex without blinking. I mean, you sound nostalgic. I mean, look, it's not too late. We can hook you up with like another rich boyfriend type <laughs> to blow all his money on you. Right? Man, that and is you're not worth it. Like it used to be. Money doesn't <laughs> flow like back in the day, man. Everybody <sighs> was making it rain. Toss it up nowadays. And now you stuck with our broke asses. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate your time and attention. I so, I'm like. We're we're glad you love us for us because if you were in it for our money, you'd you'd be. I, I yeah. do. I love you for you. You know. Look, I'm getting I'm getting a little long in the tooth. I don't <laughs> have much longer. One, two, three, this is the night. This is Carol. This is Ty. And you're listening to the Part of the Insurrection podcast. If you're wondering why this sounds all weird and awkward and chopped up, it's because we did it at the end of the podcast. We're not the beginning. <laughs> Oh, and there's intro music now. It's like Memento. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we're going backwards. We're the Benjamin Button of podcasts. Yeah, we time traveled. <laughs> Sound cut. And we still don't know the results of the election, so don't no. ask. What election? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do we do we need to do like real show or are we just like uploading us talking and then it'll be like, oh, what are we going to They're going to get to the election and then, then i'm gonna be like all right and that concludes <laughs> part of the interaction and I'm like damn we, they talked for a whole hour they never mentioned the midterms fuck them midterms. <laughs> well we, when were we gonna get this out like after the midterms uh polling well, is yeah. looking really good but we'll see you you know there's I, supposedly all the stories about people i don't think exist who are you know, I overheard all these Democrats at the polls saying, I'm voting for Lee Zeldin because Democrats, I've been a Democrat all my life, but I'm voting for Lee Zeldin. I'm like, no, you did not hear that shit at the polls. Everyone is silent at the polls. They're just standing in line quietly, not wanting to be there. Just, yeah, just wanting to cast their vote because, you know, life is over if they don't. So Okay, so we are going to do a real show. Do we? Do I need to, like, game plan this out real quick? What's, okay, let's, let's do a quick rundown. What the hell? What the hell happened? Um, I don't know. Everything. All right, let's start with the polling. So, um, I guess the way, <laughs> the way we can kind of look at it, the past couple of weeks, uh, I don't GOP really know. Floods how- the field with low quality polls to psych people out. Exactly. Possibly set the stage for voter fraud allegations. Absolutely. So I, it's difficult to tell by the polling um, how things are will will turn out in this election for a number of reasons. But 
Yes, it's largely that the GOP was like, hey, we'll hire all these fucking polling companies to flood the zone with these shitty ass polls. And and because Ooh, people... Who's this handsome new man in your life? Oh, man, I'm jealous. <laughs> Hi. Hi. No one hugs me like that. Um, <laughs> you don't know what to say to that? No. All right. Yeah, way to make That's it all your awkward, last Carol. thing of chips for the night. What, what happened now? That man no can have all the chips he wants to. Man, oh, you know what? Takis were almost on election sale. Takis were on sale. Big old box of Takis. Takis, man. They're so good, but like I feel like it's a sin eating these things because they can't be they can't be healthy. All the sodium oh. and all the chemicals and the sure. worth it though. I will die an early death to enjoy my Takis. <laughs> die free. Okay, so people like what Nate Silver, five thirty eight, and all these these um, new era pollsters, the way they do their projections and their polling is they take like the averages of a number of polls, and with Republicans and adding all these fucking crappy ass shit polls to the mix, um, it affects the averages, and to make it appear as though Republicans are doing better than they actually are, which normally. Considering how things went in 2016 and 2020 might actually help reflect a, a more accurate sense of what is out there. But but what Nate and others aren't taking into account is the early voting metrics, which so far lean heavily in our favor. And by heavily, I mean like four million rec- votes. Yeah. Record breaking fashion. <laughs> we have more more of a lead as far as early votes are concerned. Than, than we did in 2018. And to be clear, we can't record who um, someone actually voted for, but you can see um, someone's party registration and how many people from that party voted. Uh. Absolutely. Oh, and one other thing you can tell um, from the early voting statistics is is um, the gender of voters, uh, which you can imagine um, seeing a, a huge increase in in early turnout from from women is a fa- fantastic sight, especially oh, if you're you're rooting for um, some kind of rallying um, during the midterms for Democrats. I, mean, I, I would imagine, given the demographic breakdown, I, I don't know the exact. I should have took notes on this. <laughs> I don't know the exact numbers, but like compared to the polling, uh, Democrats are overperforming by a number of points. Um, So in races that look like Democrats might lose a close election and they might have a slight lead and in other races where it shows, oh, Democrats have slight lead, it might not even be close. It might end up being, you know, one, two, three point victory. Fingers crossed. Hope for the best. Um, again, this is not my expertise. <laughs> this is not what I do for a living. And, and I, and I don't actually even get into like the granular, granular level shit, like, um, districts and house races are just it, it, more than I can handle. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Things looking good. I can't make oh, it. You finished, Carol. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Oh, you're done with Oh, I finished movie? my jar. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Thank you. 
Yep. Good times. Uh, yeah. So I can't make any predictions, but you know, uh, luckily Mr. Boozy, Christopher from bot Sentinel has predicted a, um, a sweeping victory where Democrats will gain seats in both the house and the Senate. So hopefully oh, I, can, I like that. Oh, and he's volunteered to, uh, come on the podcast. I'm assuming sometime next week. Let's call him. We'll have him on the gloat. What's he doing now? Uh, he's busy. <laughs> Uh, he said he's booked all week, <laughs> which is totally understandable. That that man's services are in high demand. Holy shit! This uh, salsa is spicy. Mm. That's a spicy uh, salsa. Mm-hmm. Mm, we wa- we yeah. like watching you lick it off your fingers, Ty. I'm just sitting here eating delicious. clubs of meat like Napoleon Dynamite. Like <laughs> <laughs> eat it with your hands. Fucker. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> I want some more. I want some clumps of things. Um, <laughs> what are we doing here? Okay. What uh, is this, guys? Do you want to take the podcast to the next level? Don't <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go podcast study. What is this guy? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you high already? <laughs> she's got her. She's got her thing. Mm. She's got uh, her. But yes, yeah, I was already. All right, guys. So we can't have podcast today without talking about the elephant room or the toddler in the room. Um, uh, I'm assuming this fuck? is going to be yeah. Milan Usk that you're referring to. Jesus. Just so you're all clear that that mispronunciation of the name was a parody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going out of my way to avoid getting banned from Twitter because apparently that's the thing. Yeah, look, I, <laughs> where do we start with this fellow? Uh, it's, 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 you know uh, what? This fucker... All it is, what it is, all it was, was a flex. It was, it was a fucking flex, because he is trying to push this narrative of this um, Democrat left wing, whatever. But bottom line is, the ultimate troll got trolled, and he didn't know how to handle it. But if you would notice, the people that he chose to suspend, like Kather Griffin and Sarah Zilverman. And Kather Griffin was an easy target because remember the whole Trump head thing? Like I've been seeing a lot of that meme going around. So it's like people are jumping on the, oh, now you uh, get, you know, whatever, you know how they try to deflect. Well, but, it's difficult to say he went out of his way just to target Kathy Griffin, right? Okay, well, so let's <laughs> let's hit the rewind button. Who was it that made it popular um, to impersonate Musk in the first place? Because I, I think that's where we should start. Valerie Bertinelli got the most traction from it because she's America's sweetheart. 
Yes, she did. But love her. But well she, well, she gave up the gag, right? But by then, a number of people had decided, hey, they were going to take up the mantle. They were going to take up the mantle. But I have one bone to pick. The word, which, like they do, they commandeer words, steer them in there. The word impersonation. Right. Because impersonation, that's when you're trying to fool people into thinking that you're that person. Yes, and this wasn't the case. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, Elon Musk at Kathy Griffin. Yeah, never thought that was Musk, okay? Like, uh, you know, Musk at Wolfie's mom. Yeah, no, not a... Meanwhile, there's a real Elon Musk account <clears throat> that's still up. But, fr- you know, but phrasing it that way, that gives him the cover to say, like... Oh, impersonating people. So it, it's uh, it's semantics. Well, one thing is that he didn't he didn't just go after Kathy Griffin. She was she was one of a number of accounts who had um, Elon Musk in their screen name who got suspended. But according to like what the Twitter rules are, like just having a person's name in in your screen name isn't it doesn't necessarily qualify. Um, and suspension worthy behavior. And then the other thing is like he, he changed the rules on the fly, right? He didn't even announce that it was an immediate suspension. He was just like, after the fact, Hey, we used to send out a warning to people who, um, were engaged in what we consider violations of our terms and services. Uh, but we no longer do that with impersonations. It's just an instant ban. But really, all he was doing is picking on people who are making fun of him, and it's 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 a shame. That's exactly that's exactly it. It's a shame that he's such a little bitch. Okay, look, let's let's start over. Elon Musk, why is he even here in the first place? Right? Um, I don't know exactly who he's been kicking it with, but I am for sure that it's uh some guys in the Project Veritas crew. Uh, the Jack Posobiecs of the world, or however the fuck you pronounce his name, right? In these right wing nutbags, um, giving him having a, brain. a party with Peter Thiel. Yeah, the, yes. Was it yes. Tom Fitton and uh, I? What's the uh, Oracle uh, guy? A bunch of scumbags. With the point I would being argue that Elon Musk is here because his mother failed at her one job, <laughs> swallowing. <laughs> okay that's the long view we're talking about more recently here so the, so the right wing brain watched them like hey you know you can you can be a warrior for the right and free speech and whatnot and wouldn't it be cool if you like bought twitter and use it to tank the midterm elections and, and hand a victory to republicans right and, and so at, at the time, his stock, the stock price for Tesla, which of course he's the CEO and, you know, main shareholder was, was soaring. And he looked at Twitter and was like, Hey, I can afford X price. I'll overpay, uh, basically to make things go a little bit faster. Even though he had tried, he tried an underhanded version of, of basically buying a majority share stock. Like hostile takeover. Anyway, point being, it's like you signed a deal, overpaid for Twitter, but also at a time when Tesla shares were were sky high. Uh, immediately looked at the deal. It was a mistake. 
tried to get out of it. He spent the last six months or so trying to dodge the deal as opposed to doing what he initially intended and using Twitter to taint the midterm elections for Democrats. All right. Fast forward to October. He's about to be deposed. He's apparently done some shady shit to also try and tank Twitter stock value. Um, of note, I do believe there was a whistleblower who tried to out Twitter, basically saying that um, Twitter had covered up some information about the number of inauthentic accounts that were active on, on the platform. That's not what's important. What what actually does matter is whether or not Elon was involved in compensating that person to come forward, um, which would be like a violation of the contract. So it's entirely possible that if he got deposed and either had to tell the truth about that and or lied, um, not only would he have been um, found to be liable for the basically the billion dollar breakup fee, but Twitter probably could have hit him for damages. It's impossible to tell what that number would have been, but it would have been significant. So I, I'm assuming that he did the math and decided that it would be more financially feasible to just go ahead with the original terms that he signed with the Twitter board for the purchase. Then, then to take that um, excessive hit from um, Twitter's lawsuit, well, he made a terrible mistake because <laughs> at the time when he initially signed the deal and, and Tesla's shares were sky high, they have since fallen <laughs> a significant amount. So now he's had to share uh, sell more shares than he initially in it had intended. The price is lower. But also the sell-off caused the share price to fall even further. But also he had to take out massive loans in order to finance the Twitter deal. So he's also in a huge amount of debt. Needless to say, the price he paid for Twitter, it's clear it's not worth it. $44 billion. Uh, Evaluations have come out somewhere in the ballpark of $10 to $15 million. I mean, and that's... that's Million or billion? Billion, sorry. Billion with a B. Math is hard. Um, that's our kids. <laughs> and if you do all the math to some degree, it, it, it's, it appears that in all of this, Elon has went from being the first $300 billion man <laughs> to being worth less than $200 billion in the course of like a week and a half. It's insane. And also, I don't know. I don't know how much revenue Twitter is bringing in, but apparently the way they they sell their advertising, a giant chunk of it comes in advance. They hold these. They hold a conference every year where they fundraise. But um, given that the potential sale might have gone through, um, where Elon may or may not become the owner this earlier this year, advertisers was like, "Whoa, let's let's hold off on that. Let's see how that goes." So as far as 2023 revenue is concerned, what is usually, you know, 35, 40% of the company's expenses um, already taken care of in advance that, that that's no longer the case. (laughs) So he, (laughs) I must imagine that he's doing the math on what it will cost to service the debt from these loans he's taken out to purchase the company. And also the fact that there's actually no future revenue it's <laughs> at least from his major advertisers um 
He's freaking the fuck out because he didn't think this shit through. And all the time that he spent plan or should have spent planning this out, he was spending trying to weasel his way out of the deal. So what that amounts to is the deal goes through a week a week ago. He shows up at Twitter's office with the fucking sink. Um actually posting jokes on on Twitter about that. Let that sink in. Well, that's what he thought were jokes. <laughs> that's that's why he's so butthurt. Because when you take someone who only knows how to speak in memes that somebody oh, else created, man. and it gives them a false, that gives them an inflated sense of self worth. That I, they're, I feel like you're taking a shot that at they're me there. witty, <laughs> that they're witty or smart. But what happened was he got trolled by actual comedians. Oh man. Okay. So yeah, we've we've <laughs> we've hit the fast forward. That's why we're going. Yeah, he got trolled by. Actual comedians. Okay, well, why did he get trolled? <laughs> let's let's start well, with well, well let's let let's start with what he did on day one. Right, he fired a bunch of people that he shouldn't have. He fired the board. He fired a bunch of executives. That that probably alone cost him an, another billion dollars. Right, and then he was like, "Oh shit, uh, I, we got to fix this. This thing needs some revenue. Um, we don't have it." Well, let's cut costs. Let's fire some employees. All right. Well, the genius motherfucker was like, all right, now that I fired everyone, here's what we're going to do with Twitter. We're going to I have all these plans. Let's build all this shit. Oh, wait, who's going to build it? Womp, womp. Let me try and rehire these people uh, that I just kicked out of the company. So that was a genius move. Um, fucking moron. He's a fucking idiot. Yes, he is. Just, like, bought a farm. For all the horses he's going to need to give out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ty, tell the horse story. (laughs) I'm just saying. He apparently feels that livestock is a way to entice people to come back. Well, there you go. But he, you know. Wait, wait, wait. No, look. The horse story. Look, you got to be more specific because it's actually incredible. Um, Okay. So. That flight attendants. That pasty fucker thought that because he's the world's richest man, that somebody wanted to see all that. And, you know, tried to get him a little special rub dub and offered the flight attendant, the space flight attendant, a horse. Which, if it was like, 1890s Oregon would have probably gone over well, but being in 2022, just kind of not a thing. Kind of not a, not a thing. Yeah. For all, for all you kids out there, let's not uh, endeavor to exchange farm animals in exchange for sexual favors. Let's, let's start there. I I don't care how many billions of dollars you're worth. Let's not do that. But also let's let's definitely not do that with your own employees. I feel like that's a that's a real no no. It's probably a, a big do not do. Should don't yeah. offer so don't so, offer ponies. All right. So that said, I imagine with the breakup with the Twitter employees, he's like, "Hey, what can I do to get you back? How about a horse?" Or well, he's since he's billions of dollars. He's like, wait, did I show you my penis, or do you just need the normal compensation package? 
<laughs> All right. Well, since he's billions of dollars poor now, he's probably offering ponies. <laughs> a little smaller. Cost less. <laughs> or pulling jewels out of his pocket. No, that would be you. The different kind of jewel. Yeah. <laughs> you smoke jewels and he probably doesn't well, have Well, he could be jewels. Tom Green and Freddie got fingered. Oh, man. All right. So he's billions of dollars poor. Oh, my God. He, it, uh, he's billions of dollars poor at this point. So what's his genius idea for bringing immediate revenue into Twitter? Hey, let's charge $20 for Twitter Blue and a verification badge. Um, despite all the reasons why that's a fucking stupid ass idea, um, just we, we can't get into all of them because it would take forever. But, but mainly that it would make it impossibly easy for like some random bot account to just pay a eight or twenty dollars subscription fee to get a blue check mark. Why? How can that go awry? Well, I mean, you could easily end up with 20,000 Elon Musk impersonators with, with, with blue check marks on Twitter. Why is that important? Well, <laughs> apparently Elon didn't figure that out as a number of Twitter accounts with blue check marks decided to make fun of the plan by changing their screen name to Elon Musk and, and, and changing their profile picture to his and engaging in some shenanigans in his name. Uh, it did not go over well. <laughs> he got butt hurt real fast. That he, got butt hurt, yeah. he changed a whole term of service agreement and then just. Now, did he change it first or did he tweet about it first? He tweeted about it first. And, so and yes. it kind of reminds me of someone else who used to abuse his platform on Twitter Wait, and actually, make official proclamations. I'm sorry. Wait, I got that wrong. He actually didn't tweet about it first. Apparently the rules changed on the fly. People got suspended and then he tweeted about the rule change. I'm sorry. And then, yeah. Then he said, cause it was like, people were like, and then he goes for the record, anyone from here, you know, after the, the backlash. Right. But, but yes, Carol tweeting on the fly. What does that remind you of someone who's making it up as they go along on Twitter? Well, that's time. all of us, but making official <laughs> pro- making official proclamations over Twitter instead of through government channels. I mean, official channels. Oh, man. Reminds you of a former president, you don't say. Yeah. I mean, he just goes like, I forget what the exact tweet was. The one about like how the media destroyed his Twitter platform, even though he's trying to get advertisers and like it's all the. <laughs> and it was like, I, exactly I, have, a what Trump feeling, tweeted. I have a feeling that. He won't because he has reinstated some other, he has retweeted like some other um, or reinstated some other people, but not Trump. I don't think he wants the competition. Well, that's not it. I'm going to guess that advertisers have um, spoken to him in private about how much of a dumpster fire it was. Um, post 2020 election with Trump on the platform and how if Trump comes back, uh, Elon will never get another dollar from them. Right. So it it's all great. It's well and good when you're a Twitter troll and, and you don't actually have any responsibilities. Right. But but then you come into a position of power and you've got to make these responsible decisions about how the platform works and what you're going to do with it because you you're now forty four billion dollars in. 
anything instantly is worth thirty billion dollars less than what you paid for it. Like you, <laughs> you got to make these decisions. But but actually, it's not unlike Trump, right? Just like it was all fun and games in twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen until he actually got in the White House and had responsibilities. When you see how that went. You know well, what? Yeah. These two motherfuckers do have a lot in common, don't they, Carol? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's 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 not encouraging. No. But at least hopefully we can just like after the midterms, if he's gonna if he's not gonna play nice, we're just gonna go somewhere else. I saw him trying to troll us by posting like a screenshot oh. of Mastodon, Mastodon. Someone posting that it's like the server's down again. It's like, come on, we'll we'll scale up, or you have to keep in mind, we are the product and guess your what? shitty platform. Yeah. All those advertisers, they're going to want to go somewhere. And they are. it's probably the advertising rate for them to advertise on Mastodon would be a lot less than it was on Twitter. And then they could ingratiate themselves with the new users. Well, Mastodon is going to have to get his act together. It's not nearly as functional as Twitter is. Well, here's the thing, right? So uh, the intention was to buy Twitter and and basically turn it into a right-wing disinformation magnification glass or whatever the fuck, you know. Uh, That would have been awesome had he got it done six months ago. He did not, you know, for the reasons I was explaining earlier. But now... It's a little late. Midterms are tomorrow. Like you shot your shot, buddy. I appreciate you telling people to go out there and vote Republican after you've made an ass out of yourself for the past week. No one's actually listening to listening to you. Yeah, right. Well, here's the thing, right? 2024 is a long way away. The next election, given the way that he's been running things this week. Will Twitter even be around in 2024? And even if it is, is he might not even own this thing. Like he might be like, oh, this was a fucking dumpster fire of a mistake. Let me undo. So let me, yeah, let me hit what's, what is, what's undo control, whatever F2, something like that. <laughs> control F2, this shit. Let me put a board back in place. Let me get the moderation teams back in place. He might take the thing public again and try and get the fuck out because it was a, it was clearly a horrible mistake. And for- no, no, no. I just saying like, um, as far as Elon goes, he's a fuck boy. Like Elon, whole he, different set of problems. <laughs> he wants to. He wants to be popular. He's an insecure man child who wants to be popular and after he took over tesla as ceo and he's hanging out with jay-z and beyonce and he's going on not unlike the um plastic boy and his wife that the kushners like when they were in new york and they were going to the met gala and they were doing all of this stuff and then they aligned themselves with the divisive that and that they they can't get out of it. Now they're attached to it and they're stuck with it. So now the Kushners, they're like, oh, okay, well, we're going to have to be make ourselves in right-wing society, but who the fuck wants to be around those lunatics, you know? They're not fun. I would rather be partying with fucking Jay-Z and fucking <laughs> be invited to the damn Fenty show, wow. which they're not anymore. And Elon's the same way because who was he hobnobbing with? 
he was the toast of liberal town and he's hanging out with all of these celebrities and whatnot. Yeah, I mean he had a whole he had a whole persona. He was Iron Man and but he's also but he is he's like that wasn't giving him what he wanted because he is cuckoo for fucking cocoa puffs and sane people weren't having it. So he tried to put himself in the white wing and well he'll always be that awkward nerd with the receding hairline (laughs) and the weird face, right? But now he's that awkward nerd who is stuck on 4chan. You know, he'll never be accepted back into no, like he's, cool. He's burned, he's burned cool his bridges. society. No. Yeah, so he's trying to ingratiate. Buy it. Okay, Mike Lindell. Buy cool society. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll cost him another forty-four billion dollars, and I don't know if he's worth it. So it's like <laughs> now his buddy is fucking Lynn Wood and fucking. Rudy Giuliani, like that's not. not well, hey, you know, now that you mention it, who likes him now? Does anyone? Because like I, I, I don't give the right wing very much credit, but like I'm sure like the average right wing nut job sees through this, right? They they know Elon's not one of him. Like they, that's what they complain about the global elite. Like he's literally the definition of. He's like, literally the global elite. He's from fucking South Africa through Canada. America. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Dude has fucking touched multiple continents. Yeah, but he but he's also burned his bridges with like liberal leaning people. Like the people who would buy his cars are probably looking at this shit show. Like, uh, yeah, nah, dog, I'm out, and they'll will never go back. So do you think I, I should put a Twitter survey? So you were saying like, does anyone like him? What if I do a Twitter survey just directed towards um, women who have a child with Elon Musk? Do you like him? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see how many responses I get. It could be like 30. Oh man. What that Grimes that got on there and, and roasted his ass. She was like, and how long those- would it be till I lose my account? Well, you could do one of those commercials like, the freaking um, drug companies do, or the lawyers for the drug companies. Like, have you or anyone like, you know been impregnated by Elon Musk? If so, <laughs> call this number. <laughs> you like him? I guarantee you, he's probably already got a Twitter employee pregnant by now. <laughs> that's kind of his jam. That that's if they're not already fired. <laughs> that's true. He probably got them. He probably got them pregnant Thursday and sent out the letter saying <laughs> they were fired on Friday and then try and try to hire him back Monday. You know, three Oh man. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I I'm done. I'll no more Elon talk for me. I apologize. All right, we got anything else in the works you two would like to discuss? Oh, you know, is is Trump going to announce he's running from for 2024? Who today? cares? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Carol. Who <laughs> fucking cares? I mean, is is it important? Probably not. Not in the grand scheme of things, but it. I mean, it may or may not make a difference depending on when he announces. If it's today, I don't know what the fallout of that might be. Tomorrow, it might make people more inclined or less inclined to vote Republican if they had intended to do so. Ugh. I mean, he keeps saying I might, right? I might announce, I might do this. I That's manage. because he wants money. He I wants those donations. I think what he wants more than that is to stay out of prison. 
uh, Carol, are you familiar with DOJ's policy of um, not indicting candidates before the election? I mean, I don't think there have ever been candidates who staged a coup before. So uh, I don't think that's a hard and fast rule. Um, that's fair. I don't think two years in advance. Yeah, that's there's, the thing. This is unprecedented. Yeah. There's, we shouldn't be like, oh, well, there hasn't we last time they did a coup, there was no, like, oh, there's no precedent for this. Nope, no, with Lola. Coups are fine. Oh, man. <laughs> well, the other thing is like the time frame, right? Like, all right, it's two years before the 2020 election or 2024 election. I'm announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. You can't arrest me now. Like, this is a whole two years away. Fuck like, they were- <laughs> Fuck we can. Oh, my God. So Seth Abramson's tweet says it, it's going to be on uh, November 15th. He has a big announcement oh, to yeah. make. Um, Unless it's telling us that he's dead. I don't want to hear it. He's going to announce that himself. <laughs> <laughs> if he was Hoshi he Walker, would. he'd pull it off. <laughs> Great. But uh, maybe maybe he knows he's going to be indicted soon after that. And he wants to, you know, set the stage to say, like, this was politically motivated. Yeah. If a bad voice, I cannot do it at all. Never mind. I was going into, like, a drunk JFK. <laughs> oh yeah i can't do that one i was like if it's a bad yeah. trump impression i can do that one <laughs> it's a witch donald trump <laughs> the radical Ira. democrats the crooked fbi Ira. yeah okay. that's 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 fantastic but you gotta do the hands you gotta have hillary clinton and the radical left democrats Persecuting me? Uh, can he even spell persecuting? Let's shoot drug dealers. Yeah, man, that's oh, this. We got to do the tiny hands. Destin, hey, uh, radical Democrat. I have man hands, so I'm no good for this reenactment. I have. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, your hands are bigger than his. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I've got big hands. I talked to my ex fiance this week. It's a weird tangent. <laughs> it just, I, it just, I don't know, it just made me think of Ray. And I'm like, man, you know, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. hey, Kat, Cash Patel did testify to. <laughs> so, Cash Patel, I don't even know what he did at the end of the Trump administration. Did, did Trump what put him acting? Is he? Probably just a coffee boy. I've never really met him before. No. I, <laughs> that's so good. I hardly knew him. No, I can't even remember if he was acting at uh, at the CIA. No, he was a, supposed to be appointed deputy director. Um, anyway, he's uh, testified to, before the grand jury as it pertains to the classified Mar-a-Lago documents investigation apparently that um that whole limited immunity thing was enough to compel him to testify so i imagine that that's that's some semblance of a hint 
that DOJ is is going to bring charges. I mean, look, it's impossible to tell who they'll charge, like the multiple people involved in this bullshit. But if they're not going after Trump, they're going after someone. If not Trump, eventually, that's it's probably a, a dead giveaway. But you know, you'd think that the day before election, I don't know, maybe a media outlet out there or two might want to cover that. No one cares for whatever <laughs> reason, though. There's this, uh, let's see, this Vanity Fair article from four hours ago. Trump freaks out Republicans with threat to announce 2024 bid before Election Day. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't click on the article, but I saw that. I saw that headline. I was like, see, I brought that up. I did my due diligence. All right. uh, Fun times. (laughs) Uh, What about Trump going after Ron DeSantis? That was that was spectacular. Mr. Sanctimonious. It's a guy. (laughs) Ron DeSanctimonious. That's a better dig than I expect from him. Uh, He kind of workshopped it. Uh, I don't think he had it written out. It wasn't on like a card or anything or or his notes. But yeah, he he threw that one in there in his rally the other day. That was nice. It's like, oh, it's days before the election and Trump is out here attacking Republicans. This is great. It's, it's my kind of my kind of shindig. I love it when he goes after other Republicans. It's fantastic. It it it's reminiscent of 2016. Yeah, when he uh, <laughs> wait, but like all those cucks, he uh, yeah, cuckolded them. Right. Except it's horrifying. It was horrifying in 2016 because you're like, oh, this motherfucker can become our president. In 2020 na- or 2022, Nas like, oh, well, he's already done his damage. Like, it can't get worse than it was. So, yeah, you, you kind of just uh, it. <laughs> it is funny to think of like Ron DeSantis spending all his time and energy becoming a Trump clone and then for Trump to like make fun of a dude that acts just like him. It's like some inception level stupidity. <laughs> yeah, no self-awareness. Ron DeSantis has no spine. Like yeah. he does not have the wherewithal. He doesn't have the balls to actually go toe to toe with his whiny ass voice. Yeah. And stupid ass comments. He's such a weakling. God, I hate him. Well, that's the thing. Trump, Trump, Whatever you think about Trump, uh, his one of his few abilities is smelling blood in the water and knowing a bitch when he sees one. I mean, I'm guessing, you know, it takes one. No one. So he sees himself in, in DeSantis and, and knows he can go after him like that. But I mean, anyone who's threatening to run in 2024 for the Republican nominations probably in, in Trump's sights. So it's coming. It'll probably come Wednesday. <laughs> He's probably gonna un- unleash on Wednesday. Well, I'm hoping that I can decipher the real news between all of the blue checks <laughs> on Wednesday. <laughs> all right, yeah, real skinny. Well, Elon's new uh, blue check mark scam kicks in on Wednesday, uh, much to my chagrin, but at least he pushed it back until after Election Day. Uh, I, I guess because of the obvious amount of harm done to his own reputation by people mocking him by changing their names to Elon. So small victories. At least we got that delayed a couple of days. But yeah, I, I don't know. Um 
So what do you think the Republican Party will look like after tomorrow if, say, Republicans take back either the House or the Senate? The Republicans are going to... I'm not saying they will. I'm just They're going to look like they always have, but the country is going to look a fucking mess. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just like... I've been like bracing myself for, you know, playing the worst case scenario game. Like that's always fun. Oh, Josephine Baker was a spy for the allies and she lived in Nazi Germany. So I can survive here with American Nazis. And I think, well, you know, stay, stay some. Well, it was nice knowing you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Carol. But it's, but it's, it's like, I, I try to brace myself like, okay, Look, the Nazis weren't particularly nice to the black the black people over there either. No, but they didn't. They let Jimmy Wheatfield leave and fucking uh, <laughs> Josephine Baker. I mean, this bitch was so cold-blooded that she was fucking putting allied communications, writing them invisible ink on her music notes. Yeah. Tying stuff to her panties, going to Poland, going across... Nazi occupied Europe infiltrating for that's some brave shit. I'm sorry. That's that is. Really brave because the fact that she would rather have lived in a Nazi occupied Germany than a Jim Crow America should tell you a lot because she literally left to go back to Europe during that time. So mistakes were made. Just saying, just saying on, on America that tells part. you like where her mind's like, I feel more comfortable in Nazi-occupied Germany than I do with the KKK here in America. Carol, how excited are you about the return of Nazism to the United States? I'm um, sorry, that was a real I downer. Can't, <laughs> I can't process that. No, we're going <laughs> to go harass people to vote tomorrow. Oh, God. That's a good idea. Uh, 